In Mark chapter number 10, I'm going to read a passage of Scripture that took place uh, while Jesus was here on earth during his earthly ministry. And the title of the program this morning, Come as a Child. Jesus, the Bible says in Mark chapter number 10, had a time in his earthly ministry where some people brought some children to visit and to see Jesus so that he could take them up in his arms and he could bless those children. And I want to read that passage of Scripture because I think it teaches us a great lesson to go along with what the children taught us this morning. In Mark chapter number 10, starting in verse number 13, it says this, And they brought young children to him, that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased, and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. In verse number 14, the Bible says these words. I'll go back to that verse that I just read. Jesus says, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. This, in verse 14, is an invitation from Jesus for the children to come to him. This is Jesus' invitation. It comes from our Savior during his earthly ministry. He was willing to receive the children. You say, well, why was it that Jesus was so concerned about the children? Because these children that Jesus wanted to take up and to bless and to pray over were the ones for whom Jesus Christ had died. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus came and died for the world. That includes men and women and teenagers, and boys and girls. And so Jesus allowed those children to come to Him because they were the very ones whom He had died for. Did you notice in this passage of Scripture that Jesus made time for the children, didn't He? He was not too busy for the children. He wanted them to come to Him. Now by way of application in our church here, we have so many ministries that we have for our children. I'm so thankful for our children. I'm so thankful for the ministries that we have in our church for our children. I'm thankful for our Sunday school ministry where we have teachers that teach our children every week in classes that are graded just for them. I'm thankful for our Sunday school teachers. I'm thankful for the opportunity we have to teach them. I'm thankful that our church has a bus ministry. If you're not familiar with what a bus ministry is, we have a bus that we take out into the streets of Hagerstown. And uh, we pick up children that may not have a ride to church if it wouldn't be for the gospel bus that comes by and picks up children and brings them into church. I'm thankful for our bus ministry. I'm thankful for our bus workers. I'm thankful that there are workers that got up early this morning and arrived at the church here and warmed up the bus and got it on the road even in the rainy day here this morning that was with us and was able to pick up the children that rode in on the bus. I'm thankful for our youth ministry, all of the children that are sitting here that were a part of our program this morning. On Sunday mornings, we have a junior church service for them, and that's part of the youth ministry where they get to come and they get to learn of the Bible, and we have a Wednesday night program for our children. And then we already mentioned it this morning 
about outside of the walls of our church here. We have a, uh, a public school Bible clubs that we're concerned about children in our community here, and we're trying to reach them with the message of the gospel. And then I'll say it this way, Jesus received the children just like our church receives children and tries to tell them about the Savior. But also, uh, there are parents that are sitting in this building that are concerned about their children knowing about Jesus. They want their children to come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. And that's what Jesus was doing. He was inviting the children to come. But did you notice in verse number 13, the Bible says that the disciples rebuked him. Notice what it, it says. They rebuked those that were bringing the children to Jesus. In verse number 13, it says this, And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought him. They wanted to turn them away. They thought, perhaps, perhaps this is what was going on in their mind. Perhaps they thought the Savior was too busy. He's too busy to be bothered or worried with these children, but our Savior's never too busy for a soul, is He? Maybe it was that the disciples thought that the children were not important enough. Maybe they're not important as, they're not as, important as others. Jesus wants to deal with the adults. Jesus wants to take care of their needs. But the children, perhaps, they're not as important as the adults, and so they rebuked those that brought the children. Or perhaps it was that the disciples underestimated the love of Jesus. Perhaps they underestimated the fact that Jesus, He loves everybody. And there is not a single soul that Jesus will turn away. But the main thought that I want to get to you in these verses that we just read this morning is this. Jesus uses children as an example in this passage of Scripture. See, our children just presented a program called Come as a Child. The thought behind that is the exact example that Jesus teaches us in this passage. And here's the example he gives to us. In verse number 14, he says these words. He says, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Now we're going to explain that after we read verse 15. Verse 15 says these words, Verily I say unto you, whosoever, by the way, anyone is a whosoever, right? When the Bible uses that word whosoever, you can include yourself in that. You are a whosoever. He says, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. See, in verse 14 and verse number 15, Jesus uses children as an example. And he used these children as an example of how one can have salvation. How one can have the hope of spending eternity with God. And so you may ask the question today, as our children have presented this thought this morning, you say, well, wait a minute. How is a child an example of how somebody could come to know Christ. I want to present to you two thoughts this morning and I want you to evaluate these in your mind today. Number one, a child has faith. A child has faith. You know, the Bible says that Jesus is saying to them, unless somebody comes just like a child comes and receives me as their Savior, just like a child in faith would put their faith in Christ and put their faith in others around them, they will not, the Bible says, receive the kingdom of God, which means that we have to come as a child, and a child leaves us an example because of the great faith that they put in others when they are told to do something. A child just trusts, don't they? They, they trust. They're, 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 they're not believing 
they're not believing, or they're not lacking faith, they're not lacking belief, but instead they're, they're just believing exactly what has been told for them to do. They're relying, they're resting upon what was told for them to do. They're believing. And if it's what somebody says to do, they just trust and they do it, right? And so Jesus says to us, you've got to get to a place in which you believe. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible says, shall be saved. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. What's the key to that verse? You've got to believe, and that's what a child does. They put childlike faith in what they are told. And Jesus says you have to come to know Christ as Savior. You have to come to trust Him just like a little child would put their trust in, in me. You know, I think this shows to us the simplicity of the gospel. You know, the gospel is not something that is difficult. The gospel is not something that is confusing. If you don't know what the gospel is, what we mean when we say the gospel is the simple news that Jesus died and He was buried and He rose again. That's the message of the gospel. And here's the simplicity of the gospel. The Bible says this, that the gospel or the message of the gospel is a gift that God just wants you to reach out and receive. He wants you just to reach out and take the message of the gospel and believe in Him and what He has done. For all of us in here, if there is a way for us to know for sure that we're going to spend eternity with Christ, we have to come with the faith of a child. But there's something else that we have to remember about a child that's an example for us, and that's this. They come with humility. Not only does a child come by faith, but a child comes with humility as well. There's no pride that stands in the way. Now you and I as adults would have to acknowledge the fact that sometimes as adults we can be mighty prideful. And we could say we want to do things our own way or maybe my way is the best way. But God says if you want to come to Him, you've got to come to Him the way that He has provided. He says in John chapter 14 and verse number 6, He says, I am the way the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So we come in childlike faith, but we have to come in humility as well. We have to get to a place where we humbly realize that we are a sinner. And we humbly realize that we cannot provide or pay for our way to heaven. We've got to rely upon something that somebody else has done for us. You know, that's where grace comes in. Because grace means that God gave to us something that we did not deserve. He gave to us something that we could not do for ourselves. We couldn't do it for ourselves, so we had to rely upon Him to be our Savior. And by the way, that's also where God's mercy comes in. God's grace is that He gives to us what we don't deserve. And God's mercy is that He withholds from us that which we do deserve. See, the Bible says we all deserve to spend eternity separated from God in a terrible place called hell, a place of punishment. That's what we deserve because that's the wages or the payment of our sin. But God said, because I knew that you couldn't pay the price, because I knew that there was nothing you could do to pay it on your own, and I loved you so much, I was willing to send my son to this earth. By the way, we celebrate, we celebrate it at Christmas, don't we? God sent his son to this earth. And if we will be willing to acknowledge, God, I'm a sinner. God, you paid the price for me. I could not do it for myself. God, I had to rely upon you to do something for me that I could not do for myself. 
and put our faith and trust humbly in the Lord, the Bible tells us that we can know for sure, just like a child would come to God, we can know for sure that we're saved, that we're on our way to heaven, and we have the promise of eternity. See, when a child is humble, that's exactly what they're acknowledging. They're acknowledging that they need someone to do something for them that they cannot do for themselves. You know, just like we said that a child comes with faith and a child comes with humility, the opposite of that is the reason why many people have never trusted Christ as their Savior because, number one, they don't have enough faith to believe. Or number two, they're living in their pride and they haven't humbled themselves to come to acknowledge that they have a need and that Christ can meet that need. So how do we come to know Christ? How do we come to have this salvation that the children, by the way, so wonderfully presented to us today? We come in faith and we come in humility just like a child would. Now there might be somebody here sitting today that would say, I'd have to be honest, I don't really understand the Christmas story like a child does. I haven't put my faith in what Jesus said he did. Maybe you can come just like a child would. and You can understand the Christmas story today. That Jesus came to this earth as a sinless, spotless child so that he could later die on the cross and shed his blood, give his life for us, be placed into that tomb, and three days later rise again. Maybe you need to understand the Christmas story today with childlike faith. Maybe you need to receive the message of the gospel today with childlike faith. Maybe you need to get to a place where you say, I want to learn more about him with childlike faith. Just like our character Sam was willing to say, hey, there's some things I don't know about the Christmas story, but I'm going to humble myself enough to listen, and with childlike faith, I'm going to receive the message. Maybe today there's somebody that's never put their faith and trust in Jesus. You say, how do I know that? Well, the Bible says, number one, that we're all sinners. For all have sinned, the Bible says, and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us have sinned. We've done things or said things or thought things that have displeased the Lord. So we've got to get to a place where we humbly acknowledge the fact that we're a sinner. The Bible tells us because of our sin, there's a punishment or a price that has to be paid. It says, for the wages of sin is death. That means a separation from God for all of eternity if we do not come to Christ by faith. But God loved us so much that the Bible says He sent His Son for us. It says, but God commendeth His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died on the cross he shed His blood for us. We've got to get to a place where we acknowledge that we're a sinner and that stands in the way. And we've got to believe that God loved us enough to send His Son to die for us and was buried and He rose again. And then the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse number 13, listen to the words of it. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You see, there's a gift that God wants to give to you today if you've never received it. And that gift is eternal life. But see, you've got to reach out and you've got to take it with childlike faith and with childlike humility. Just like a child would, you come to Christ that way. You know, maybe there's somebody here today that would say, I have trusted Christ as my Savior. I know for sure I'm on my way to heaven. There was a time and a place where I could say, I acknowledge my sin. I believe that He died for me and was buried and He rose again. And I've asked Him to be my Savior. And Maybe you could just say today that I need to ask God to help me to learn more about Him with childlike faith and childlike humility. Instead of trying to trust in myself 
to accomplish the things that I do here on earth. I'm trusting God. I'm coming to Him by faith and with humility, trusting Him to lead the way in my life. I'm going to ask you while our children are still in here with us and while we're finishing our service, if you would just bow your head and close your eyes where you're at this morning. And we're going to have a closing prayer this morning.